the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. We'll talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday. Guess what? We're talking about tithing. Do you want to change the channel? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. Welcome to the show. It's Theological Thursday, and I'm just glad that you're hanging out with me in the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And then, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM right out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of this area. And of course, online, you can see us at uh, Anderson Speaks. That is my handle at Anderson Speaks for my Facebook and my YouTube and and also at andersonspeaks.com. So uh, com is all over the world. And so I'm just so glad to have listeners from all over the world. I always like to bow for a short word of prayer, but before we get started, let me tell you what our topic on this Theological Thursday is. You may have heard me say it at the beginning, the theology of the tithe. Is the tithe an Old Testament command, or should New Testament Christians follow it too? What do you think? Is 10% the ceiling or the floor. Do you know what that means? Is it the most you should give 10% and that's what you should strive for? Or really is that the floor, meaning that was just the base uh, that Lord wanted uh, you to give when you give back to the Lord? And can you give back to the Lord in many different ways? Well, I think it's a conversation worth having theologically, and I'm here to share it with you. I want to take your questions and I want to hear from you on the topic. Are you a tither? And if so, why? If not, why not? Maybe you're striving to be one or maybe even beyond tithes. You give offerings and you're way beyond even 10%. Well, that's what we're going to talk about, giving. That's right, and giving to the Lord. And I sure hope that you will uh, learn and encourage one another. And Maybe God will even uh, strengthen your faith in this area. Well, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have blessed us with earnings and income and uh, the fruit of our labor. And we just pray, God, that you would uh, remind us that we can test you in this and that you can uh, be glorified in the way we give back to you. So I commit today's show over to you now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. 
There are just a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. You can email me there, by the way, and that's always good. Uh, and I also want to tell you that if you're looking for a particular job in the area of, of labor, I know a guy who's hiring folk to help with water purification uh, in hospitals and in businesses and things of that sort. You don't have to have a, a lot of um experience because they like to take people and really train them and so everybody's not college bound and things of that sort there are a lot of people who are like look i'm good with my hands i'm, I'm good with people i'm good with interacting and interfacing uh in, in an environment where i can go in and do the work that's necessary i just need a, a, a break i need someone who's hiring well guess what they're paying somewhere between 19 and 24 dollars an hour and they're willing to train you so if this is something that's interesting for you and you're like i really want to get into to some work with my hands, uh, as well as grow with the company, give me an email, all right? And then I will make the connection for you. Uh, my email is info at andersonspeaks.com. Info at andersonspeaks.com. Say, Doc, I heard you on the radio. You're telling me about uh, job opportunities. Please connect me, all right? Gotcha. You got that? andersonspeaks.com. Lastly, with regard to fashion, you might be thinking, I'd love to get a nice blazer like the one you're wearing, Doc, or I'd like to buy some nice pants that are fitted for me or a nice suit or a, a cool uh, monogram shirt, whatever it is. You can do that on my website as well. Just go to andersonspeaks.com, click fashion, and you can see all the different designs of what you, you can make yourself. You can make your own shoes, make your own clothes. It's really kind of cool. And then, of course, if you want some African stuff, you'll see Gladys there. She's the seamstress in Kenya who we support as well. So there you have it. So what about this tithing thing? Let me give you my number, 888-432-7434. Are you a tither? And if so, why? Are you not a tither? If so, why? If not, why not? And uh, give me your thoughts on this. And 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 we can broaden it. If Are you a giver to the Lord? I mean, do you give money to the church to the Lord, through the church, or do you have a different opinion about this? And what does the Bible have to say about it? Well, you know, it's important for us to know what God's word says, and I'm going to kick it off with Proverbs uh, chapter 3. I think it's important for us uh, to to hear the wisdom that we are told in Proverbs 3.10. This is what it says. Actually, 3.9. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. So in an in a agrarian culture, a farming culture, they knew that if they planted seeds, there would be crops one day. And when you take that harvest, it says that you're supposed to honor the Lord with the first fruits of all your crops. Not some of them on the side over here or on the side over there, no, but all of them. You know, make sure the first you give to the Lord. So part of giving to the Lord is not just percentages, right? But it's priority. Give to God first before you give uh, to everybody else, okay? That's MasterCard, Visa, American Express, mortgage, rent, taxes. All those things may be obligations, but God is saying, give to me first because I'm the one that has blessed you with the ability to gain income in the first place. And there's a promise that comes with it, though, and that's what I want you to hear in verse 10. So verse 9 says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Verse 10 says, then, 
Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. God is saying, I'm going to give you overflow if you will just honor me with giving first. But also the Bible talks about giving a tithe. And that's at the end of the Old Testament in the book of Malachi. And in Malachi chapter 3, the Lord commands through Malachi, he actually uh, says it, you know, that we are supposed to bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Will a man rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how do we rob you? Answer, in tithes and offerings. You are under a curse, the whole nation of you, because you're robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. This is the only place where the Lord says we can test him, and that is in the area of giving to him. That if you give to him the first 10% and even more of your earnings, he will bless you with so much. Uh, in other ways, as well as monetarily, that, wow, you're not going to have room enough for it. Do you believe that? Do you want to talk about it? Give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's good, it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it's, it just gives us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's just amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. It's not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, 
visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And today we're talking about money, 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 right? Uh, Specifically, though, tithing giving, uh, giving to God through the church. Do you do it? Do you not do it? Are there other ways to do it? Uh, How much does the Lord want you to give? Should you give? Well, you know, there's a lot of people who say you should, but they don't. There's a lot of people who say we ought to tithe, but they don't. And there's a lot of people who then feel like it's not, the church is not worthy of it because maybe the leaders are not uh, great stewards or the ministries that they're giving to. They don't, uh, you know, know exactly where the money's going. So I think it's something to talk about as Christ followers, right? Now, full disclosure, I am a pastor. So I'm already going to tell you, I believe in this. But at the same time, I know there's been a lot of abuse. So uh, you can go ahead and uh, say what you need to say, okay, to me. And uh, maybe, uh, you know, I, I can learn from you as well. And uh, But I know I represent uh, uh, the, the the cloth, right, man of the cloth and, and men who are called and women who are called by God. And, and, of course, you want God's people to give. And the verses I already read to you were not uh, written by me. You know, they were written by the Lord. And there's so many others we could go to. But, of course, the way we receive those resources and the way we use them is absolutely important as well. If you're if you're a pastor and um, a minister and you have questions about this or concerns about this topic, you're allowed to call me as well. I'd love to kick it with you, uh, brother and sister in Christ. All right. Everyday folk or uh, even those who are clergy, I want to know what you're thinking about this topic. And if you're just joining us, it's Theological Thursday, and we're talking about the theology of the tithe or 10% giving to the Lord, which was something in the Old Testament commanded. But what about in the New Testament? Is there anything uh, that will help us with this topic there? All right, you with me? All right, I've set it up pretty well, so let me go on to the phone lines to Washington, D.C., and start with Sarah, who's there. Hello, Miss Sarah. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? About one mile. Follow. I oh, okay. We got to let you go. Let's go to uh, Monica. I think that was somebody's GPS. Hello, Miss Monica in Lanham, Maryland. How are you? I am blessed. Um, good afternoon. I am so glad that you bring this topic up. My comment is, and a testimony is that, first, my comment is, the Bible instructs us to tithe, Mm -hmm. and um, tithing is not magical. It's about God's promise, Mm -hmm. period. And, you know, we are to be good stewards over what he gives us, and if we do so and we are obedient to that, he will bless us. doesn't mean we're not going to have some struggles, but he will bless you. Mm -hmm. And you don't always have to tithe. Um, People always think, well, like you said, what are they doing with my money? Okay, Mm -hmm. fine. Get into a uh, good teaching God-fearing 
uh, church under a pastorship and learn and read your word, and you will understand it's not about who are you giving it to. Yes, there's a lot of fragonacle out there sometimes. We got that. <laughs> but be wise. Be wise, right? You're wise about who you purchase your car from or where you get your groceries from. So do your homework, and if you if you speak to the Lord on a regular basis, he'll tell you who's doing what and what's right and what's not right. Mm, and so my my. T- you know, it is the truth. If you have a relationship with him and you're talking to him every day, which means praying and speaking to him, and you listen mm-hmm. for his voice, his small whisper, he's going to tell you the Holy Spirit's going to direct you. That's so true. So even not just tithing, but even going to the Lord to ask, Lord, what should I give here? How should I give here? And, and then that's even beyond the tithe, because even with your offerings uh, to God, you may come across somebody in your network who says, you know what, I'm having a really hard time uh, making it with groceries this month and God may speak to you and say, you know what, help them out with the groceries this month. Is that what you're talking about? Not just a decision you make to give to the Lord at, at church, but really kind of walking with the Holy spirit to allow him to guide and direct. Absolutely. 100. You said it, you said it best. Mm, You said it best. That is absolutely the truth. I'm a living witness to that. I was going to ask you about from that. Time to time. Yeah. Yeah. So my testimony is always to people, my children, my family, friends, and those who just don't even know. I said, Tybee, let me tell you something. I got laid off. And this is like 20 years ago. Got laid off, had just purchased a brand new home, three mm. children in school. Whoa, whoa, whoa what am I going to do? Mm. But thanks be to God, I was under a one of the best pastorships at Reed Temple AME Church in Atlanta, mm. Maryland. Mm-hmm. Reverend Reverend Dr. Lee Paul Washington. Uh-huh. Okay. Past uh pastor. He's retired now. Okay. But his teachings taught me to trust in the Lord. And so I looked at those numbers and I was like, there's so much more going out than it's coming in. I just got laid off. Right. But you trust in the Lord. So still something coming in from my husband, but still I said, I'm gonna tithe anyway. Because no sense in robbing Peter to pay Paul. Tithe anyway. When I tell you Never lost a house, never missed a bill, never missed mm, a meal, you know, time and time again. And that was over 20 years ago. How about Last that? testimony, this January, got laid off from a company, very, you know, well-off company, and got a little severance pay. I haven't worked this whole year. Mm. God has allowed me to continue to go to school. He has fed me, kept my mortgage, everything. I'm talking a whole year. Wow. So that? I don't know what else he has for me coming, but I know it's wonderful. Not in terms of, of, of trusting uh, him. material things. Oh, my God. And you're trusting him. I trust you're, him you're implicitly. demonstrating that he is Jehovah Jireh. And I really appreciate your testimony. Right. Thank you so much, Miss Monica. That's right. Okay. Yes, sir. Blessings God bless you. you. Uh, in fact, you know, uh, Monica is talking about the Lord taking care of her. And I, 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 my mind is moving over to Psalm 37. So you hear me flipping these pages because I want you to hear this. I have a brother that used to all, a brother in the Lord that used to always quote this. But check it out. I was young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. Isn't that something? Let me say it again. I was young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be blessed. Isn't that something? Not only are you blessed when you do it God's way, but uh, your children are going to eat. And uh, your children's children, your generations are 
are moved by what you sow even now. Are there any other testimonies? I know there are probably some concerns, and I want to hear that too. But, man, there's nothing like filling the airwaves with testimonies of those who've actually seen God work when they have actually sown seed and, and, and given to God. I know so many people who do struggle don't, when they don't give to God. Uh, you know, now, if you do give to God, does that mean you'll never struggle? Of course not. That's why it's Theological Thursday. I want to help you understand that. We're not saying that you won't ever go through hard times, but we are saying that you can trust God and that God would ultimately bring you overflow. And he will ultimately bless you beyond measure. And so even if you go through a time of famine like Joseph, you're going to go through a time of feast where you're going to have more, uh, you know, and there are times you got to save and be a little bit more uh, stringent with your money. And there are other times that you might be able to uh, push the pedal a little bit. But I tell you what, uh, ain't nothing like like testimonies of God's faithfulness. It inspires other people whose faith is not uh, strong. So if you have a testimony, clearly I want to hear from you. But if you also have a question, a concern, I want to clarify some things as well. And if you're just joining me, we're talking about the theology of tithing. Is tithing an Old Testament command only? Is it also a New Testament principle to follow? What about you? What do you think about this? Well, let's go to Bethesda, Maryland and talk with Aridia, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Aridia. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm great. I have a heavy, heavy, happy spirit. You just brought a good topic. I would just finish reading Malachi chapter three. How about that? And I, I do have a a very nice testimony. Tithing is not for God; it's for people that need help mm-hmm. at church. Mm-hmm. When when we were closing coronavirus, Prison Park Voucher Church, what is my church? Pastor Louis made it to attend. That his house, his barn would be. Full of food for us to take to a neighborly or the neighbor, and I saw that for a whole year. That's mm-hmm. what I listened. The God I that would the God used your church to help bless other people because the money that was given in tithes that, was able to bless the community. Right, uh-huh. right, right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'll have a, a rich line truck. I go there at eight o'clock in the morning. I reach. Pull that truck three times and bring it to the elderly people about my neighborhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. Isn't that something? So, yeah, so tithing, I don't care what the preacher or whoever do with the money. I am doing it to honor God. That's good. That's between, that's between the preacher and God. And, you know, in Malachi, also the preacher was doing bad thing. I mean, the priest right. sacrificing God the, the bad thing. So, no, yeah. my heart. Whatever I get, I make sure that I bring the church. There you go. Well, and that's such a good habit. Thank you so much, Miss Aridia, for sharing your testimony. It's a good habit for us all to realize that as soon as you get your earnings, give God his first. That's why Malachi 3, verses 6 through 12, you know, God actually accuses the people in verse 8 of robbing him. Will a man rob God? Yet you've robbed me. How? By not bringing your tithes and your offerings. And uh, and he's saying, you know, test me in this because I, I don't want you to rob me. I want to bless you. And when you do it the way I've asked you to do it, to give me of your first fruits and to give me of the, the first 10 percent, that's important. And, you know, the tithe belongs to God. You know, when it comes to the law uh, of the Old Testament, it becomes clear that the tithe is God's standard for giving. But the tithe doesn't even belong to the giver. It belongs to the Lord in the Old Testament. 
Now, what's interesting is when you get to the New Testament, 100% of it is God's, right? Like, all of it's God's, all right? And that's what the New Testament's trying trying to teach us, and we'll talk about that, you know, in the second half of the program, that, that what the New Testament means, you know, does it mean that the Old Testament tithe is gone? Or is God dealing with the other 90%? And I'm going to tell you now, I believe he's dealing with the other 90%. Like he used to say the tithe was his, right? Like Leviticus 2730, a tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. So the tithe is God's. God here is your 10%. God's people were not even to think that the tithe as their own. It was God's, right? But now what Jesus does, he always comes and takes it up a notch, doesn't he? That Jesus, <laughs> he said, no, 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 no. What about the other 90%? It all belongs to the Lord. Right. And so once you have that mentality that, you know, not only is 10 percent God's, but all of it's God's, then the question becomes, what kind of steward can I be now before in the Old Testament? It was, How can I pay God this 10 percent because it's his and it's a way of saying, thank you, Lord. In the New Testament, it's much more of a steward. All of it is mine and I'll bless you. But if you sow, you will reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. But I'm going to give more to those who are who are utilizing and putting my money to work for the kingdom. I'll take the little that you have because you're not you're not even tithing. You're not even putting the money to use. I'll take that from you and I'll give it to somebody else who I know will maximize, maximize it. You want something maximized, give it to somebody that's already maximizing what they have, right? So we can talk more about it. I want to hear from you. My number is 888-432-7434. I want to talk about the spirit of our giving as well when we come back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising health care costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retiring with confidence confidence and it's yours free with one call don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement this little known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40 percent for your free copy of guarantee your retirement by josh melberg call now call 800-337-8051 that's 800-337-8051 800-337-8051 turbulent times call for clear-headed insight It's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Alexa can play WAVA-FM. And hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. Need a plumber? Need drain cleaning? Toilets not working? Call A-Action for Plumbing. Our plumbing team is awesome and clean. Call 703-922-1900. 
Christian women visit iBelieve.com where they can explore the deeper issues of their faith and learn how other women have handled the challenges of being a believer. Go to iBelieve.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Welcome to the second half of the program. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and today we're talking about giving to the Lord financially and specifically with regard to our tithes and our offerings. Uh, Is the tithe still something that God desires for you to do, to give? Tithing is 10% of your earnings. Well, some people think 10% is way too high, and and, uh, others think it's just a floor. It's where you should start. Uh, the, the tithe belong to the Lord, and God wants you to give the first fruits of your offering, right? So that means the first thing you do is give to the Lord. And then so far as the percentage is concerned, I think in the New Testament, we want to look at the principle and not the percentage. The principle first is give to God first. So that's the priority principle. But then give to God what you can with a cheerful and, and, and a heart that smiles. Give, un, you know, not grudgingly. What can you give? Is two percent you can give to the Lord, and you won't have a bad spirit. Give two percent. He would rather you give two percent with a good spirit than ten percent with a bad spirit. All right. And so, while we talk about the tithe, it is an Old Testament law, right, for God's people. In the New Testament, Jesus already realized that they knew about the tithe. That's that was normal. He was dealing with, and the rest of the New Testament is dealing with the other 90%. How are you supposed to give to the Lord? With what spirit are you supposed to give to the Lord? So there's freedom to give, and you don't have to be stuck on a percentage. I always say start with the tithe because that's get your faith started. You know, But it's not this hard and fast rule that if you don't give 10%, you're, you're not doing it right. But if you're not giving at all, then you're actually not testing God. If you're not giving at all, you're not obeying God. You're not thanking God. You're not trusting God. Like there's so many things that are true when you don't give to God. But when you do give to God, regardless of the amount, what you're saying is, God, I'm trusting you. What you're saying is, God, I'm thanking you. I'm thanking you for what I have, right? You're cutting off a portion at least to say, God, I'm acknowledging that I have none of this if it weren't for you. 
So giving activates your faith. It activates your trust in God. And then there are economic principles and spiritual principles of God's economy that will blow your mind way beyond what logic and math will do. And that is God is saying, I'm going to give you overflow in ways that are just ridiculous. You're not even going to realize how much I've prevented you from. And that's why Malachi 3 says, you know, when you when you give to the Lord, he, he promises not only to 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 throw open the floodgates of heaven to pour out a blessing that you won't even have room enough for. But then he promises, I will prevent pests from devouring your crops and the vines of your fields will not cast their fruit, meaning you won't lose the fruit on the trees. And and so he's not only saying, listen, if you test me in this, I'll pour out a blessing. But number two, if you test me in this, I will prevent disaster. How much money have you saved because God has prevented stuff? You see, you don't even know because you don't always know what he's prevented, but he knows your roof could have fallen in before you were able to get it insured, but he held it up. He held it up. You see, (laughs) you never know what God is preventing, but he promises you, I'm going to prevent disaster. Everybody else's fields may be devoured and their, their fruit may be cast on the ground, all bruised and ruined, but yours won't. Okay. Your crops will come up because God is preventing stuff in your life. All right, I've preached enough. I want to hear from you. I want to uh, hear your questions, your comments, maybe even your um, your disagreements on this topic. Or are y'all silent, like thinking like, no, 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 this topic is not is not something I want to engage in because I still got to get this right before the Lord. Well, I'm here for you. My lines are open, and I want to talk with you. And speaking of talking, I'm going to Springfield, Virginia now. Danny is on the line. Hello, Miss Danny. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm well. Thank you. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking about this topic? Um, well, I just, uh, I agree with you. Uh, first time I called to your program, actually, I just got, I caught it uh, on my way to pick up my son mm-hmm. uh, at school. But anyways, um, I just wanted to give a little bit of a testimony. Okay. Um, I was, we, my husband and I, uh, we were in a church once uh, that it was uh, clearly, they, it was clear that they were misusing uh, the funds that we were giving, um, and then uh, we had to stop giving, but um, sometimes I think we use this as an excuse, oh, when we are set on giving to the church mm-hmm. or uh, to the people. In the church, which mm-hmm. is the wrong way, we're just giving back to God right. just a little bit from all the goodness that He has provided for us. So when we uh, are giving to the people at the church, that's where we get it wrong. Um, it's our um, we are called to give yes. um, back uh, with that tithing, but whatever they decide to do with that tithing, well, you know, they will have to answer to that. For right. What they did. Right. It's our is is our call to just do it faithfully. Right. Now, um, I agree with uh, your other caller that she said we have to be wise when we give. Absolutely. Right. Um, and when it becomes clear that uh, you can see it that they are missing the funds, then you have to ask God, uh, for guidance where to put those funds. Right. Um, that He's calling you to give. Uh, so anyways, what happened That's to good. us was we were heartbroken. We, uh, we were in this church, very invested, uh, serving and everything. And then we have to part uh, from the church. Mm-hmm. We still kept um, putting that uh, amount, uh, you know, every month 
uh, from our earnings, we put it away um, while we were looking for a new church. How about that? Um, were you still giving it to the church that you left, or were you now saving no. it, or were you giving it to other people? No, we because we uh, we stopped giving to the church, okay. and what we did was we saved it as we looked for another church oh, very good. so we could get connected. And then when we found one, a wonderful church where, a church where we are still going, uh, and serving, um, then we were able to give all that amount. Isn't that, that something? Paid. Isn't yes. that something? That's so good. That's so um, good, Danny. So we, we should not use these uh, things that happen to us sometimes in, in the sense of giving. I uh, just to say, oh, I'm not going to give to them. Uh, they yeah. give this, they that. You, you still need to, that money still needs to go towards that tithing. I um, like it, Miss Danny. Yeah. I, I got to run to my commercial break, but I want to commend you. That is such a great example and testimony, even in between moving from one church to the next while they were still making the transition. They put the tithes in their savings account and then gave it when they got to the new church. I love that. I'll be right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again 240-516-4967 It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner for and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of giving, uh, specifically a tithe to the Lord and even beyond all the other questions that surround that, including Melinda, who called in and wanted to know if it's 10 percent before or after taxes. Uh, When I'm asked this question, you know, am I supposed to give 10 percent of my gross or 10 percent of my net? Which one? Well, I always jokingly say, how do you want God to bless you? gross or net, right? I say give 10% of your gross. So if you make $100,000, you give $10,000 to the Lord, period. And then you pay everybody else, including Uncle Sam. So he may be the first one that wants to take it out. And but then you got uh, your mortgage and your, you know, your insurance and your groceries and your 
other bills, but it starts with the Lord. He's the first one you give to from your earnings. Just like Uncle Sam takes from your earnings, uh, you give your earnings to the Lord. Uncle Sam takes, <laughs> okay, Lord's not going to take it from you. That's the difference. The Lord could say, you know what, I'm just going to magically take it every time you get a check, but he doesn't. He wants you to give it to him as an offering. Do you understand? Uncle Sam doesn't give you that option. You know, you earn $100,000, Uncle Sam is, is taking this percentage. Now, you might be able to choose how much uh, of the percentage or whatever, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, when your employer says, well, you know, how much you want to take out of your check to pay Uncle Sam, even if you don't get those numbers right, once you file your taxes, Uncle Sam's going to get them right for you. He's going to say, nope, you didn't take out enough, so we want more. And so Uncle Sam's not giving you this opportunity to say, you know what, bless the state. <laughs> bless the county. Blessed, you know, the, the, the feder the feds. Mm-mm, nope. They just, they take it. They require it. God in the New Testament is saying, no, I'm not going to take it from you. I want you to give it to me. And I want you to do it with a heart that really is a heart of gratitude, not a guilt offering, not a grudge offering, but a, a gratitude offering. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any testimonies there? Well, I want to hear from you. My lines are still open if you want to call me. The number is 888-432-7434. So the answer, Melinda, is your gross. Let's go to Manassas, Virginia, and talk to Rebecca, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Rebecca. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for calling. So I have a question. Yeah, for those of us, who comes from like Africa yeah. and we have like humongous extended family where poverty is very, we're trying to help everybody. So the 10% becomes like, you know, a big weight. Yeah. So when you do give out in, in that fashion, yeah. isn't it for, I, to me, I consider that as also, you know, giving like 10%. Do you agree? Well, I understand the concern. Can I give to family members who are needy uh, as an offering to God? The answer is yes, as an offering to God, no, as a tithe. So what I want to do is say, God, I'm going to give it to you first in the way you told me to do it. How did he tell you to do it? Bring it to the storehouse. That's your church. So you start with bringing it to the house of the Lord. And then from there, bless your house. And your house could include your family that lives with you here or your extended family there. But we start with God and then the rest of the house, whatever that looks like. What do you think? Okay. (laughs) I know it's not easy, but I'm telling you, God's going (laughs) to bless you with more money to bless your family when you get this priority right. But don't rob God in order to, to help your family honor God and he will help your family greater than you're able to help them when you're robbing them. Hmm. Amen. Come on, somebody. I just preached the word, Miss Rebecca. <laughs> yes, <you did. laughs> All right. T- test, test him in this. Okay. Thank you very much. God Thank bless you. That's Miss Rebecca. I'm so glad that you called me. Anonymous is on the line in upper Marlboro, Maryland. Let's go there. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? 
Great, great, Dr. Anderson, and yourself? Uh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for calling <laughs> Amen. me. Amen. What are you thinking? Oh, yeah, I'm great. Tithing, you know, I live by tithing. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first got out the Air Force and just started really to learn, you know, about tithing when we got to this church. In the Air Force, we were going to the chapel, but when mm-hmm. we got out, I got out, we went to the, uh, you know, community church. Okay. And um, well, something happened and went wrong with, uh, with, uh, with our mortgage. And we t- just could not get it straight. But while we were tithing, they wouldn't even accept our payment. So as long as we were tithing and we- they wouldn't accept our payment, they allowed us to stay in that house for seven years. Wow. You know, and then they came down with the, with the uh, eviction notice, which was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and, we- and the Lord allowed us to move to another place okay. and, 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 and rent that. So that was good. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, I- and I have other-, other testimonies about tithing because God has been faithful to us. Yeah. But, and also, I remember when somebody in the house didn't tithe and things started to go <laughs> bad. So I started looking at, yes, I started looking at, uh, you know, the situation. And yeah. I asked the question, uh, are we tithing everything? Right. I'm tithing mine, but so, uh, no, I hadn't been tithing. Somebody hadn't been tithing. Look at that. You're looking at the whole house. Back. I like it. That's some good leadership right there, Anonymous. But once, <laughs> once you started getting back on track, you know, everything was, was you know, was going yeah. well. Yeah, I it like it. Going well. I like it. But you got to be faithful. You got to be committed. Yeah. You know? And you know what, Anonymous? It also feels good. And what I mean by that is when you're not doing it, don't you feel like a little bit of, of like, I'm not doing something right. I, I feel a little bit ashamed about it. That's like missing a service. You know, uh, for some <laughs> reason, if I can't make it a service, like I'm, I'm empty. You yeah, know, yeah. at least until I can get to the Bible study, which is coming up. Right. Hey, well, listen, thanks yeah. for hanging with me today, okay? God bless you, brother. Appreciate you. God bless you, too. Take care. Stephen is in Waldorf, Maryland. Let's go there. Hi, Stephen. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey, Doc. Hey, Doc. How you doing? I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Thanks for hanging with me. What you thinking? Doc, I got a great testimony. Okay. There was a time when I didn't have two nickels to rub together. Mm. I didn't have it. I didn't have it from nowhere. I got a $1 bill. I took that $1 bill and I tied it. Mm. Listen to me. From then to now, today I have to tie thousands. Mm. I mean, from $1 to thousands. Wow. The power of tithing lies in consistency. If you tie and keep on tithing and Come keep on. on tithing, when I say the Lord will make a way, on, doc, there's not a word in the English <laughs> translation to describe how good God is. He's better than all that. Don't because get me excited that, up here, I, at Stephen, in this radio I, studio. I, I, I not only have to give ten percent, doc, I have to give him thirty and forty percent. I mean, he, he, mm. the Holy Spirit has put it on my heart to increase my giving That's it. because the tithing is one thing, the offering is another. Is so I have else. to. My good, yeah, my mom used I mean, to always say, "You can't beat God's giving, no matter how hard you God, try." You can't beat it. You can't beat it. I mean, He does it's exceedingly abundantly above on, all we man. can ask and think. Come on, man. You we know, we so about to preach up in here with you. I like talking to you. You better call me back sometime. <laughs> That's Stephen right, Waldorf. God bless you. God bless you. I tell you what, I mean, he didn't sound like he was coerced. He didn't sound like he didn't believe what he was saying. I I think you're hearing testimonies in the airwaves to encourage your heart, not to make you feel guilty, 
to encourage your heart. Rebecca, I'm encouraged by what God's going to do when you start tithing. He's going to bless you with more uh, than you're ever going to be able to bless your family with. Uh, and once you get that thing in order, you'll bless your family in Africa uh, even more. And uh, Stephen, I mean, these are people I've been talking to as well uh, that are in line with Stephen's testimony. And my prayer group of my elders, they were talking about how can I live on on 10 percent and give God 90? That's what one of the elders is talking about. I want to give 90 percent to the Lord and live on 10 can you imagine the generosity? Can you imagine the heart of God? Can you imagine the joy of somebody that really wants to do that? Well, I tell you what, I believe God, and I want you to believe God and show it by sowing with joy and see what he does. I'll be right back. Don Crow here for Sarah and Debbie Reynolds, the Reynolds Empower Home Team with Keller Williams Realty. I've got to tell you about home sellers Joseph and Diane who had their home on the market for almost a year with another agent. When Joseph and Diane called Debbie and Sarah, they got their home sold in just six days, and they even got them $10,000 over asking price. Wow. Do the right thing and call Sarah and Debbie Reynolds, the Reynolds and Power Home Team with Keller Williams Realty. They have over 15,000 ready buyers in their exclusive home buying system. Sarah and Debbie will get the job done and put more money in your pocket. They will even guarantee if your home doesn't sell, they will buy it for cash at a price acceptable to you, guaranteed in writing. Call my friends at the Reynolds Empower Home Team right now at 844-881-SOLD. That's 844-881-SOLD or visit DebbieHasTheBuyers.com. That's DebbieHasTheBuyers.com. After 11 years, Brett's marriage had grown stale. He wanted something better for he and his wife. Focus on the family's helped our marriage from the standpoint of opening our hearts to see things from the other's perspective and to make sure that God is centered in our marriage. I'm Jim Daly. Together we can give families hope. Donate at focusonthefamily.com family and your gift will be doubled. Virginia veterans, you've served your country proudly. Now we're proud to serve you at the Virginia Department of Veteran Services. We're here to connect you and your family with supportive programs and to help you claim benefits for disability compensation, education, health care, and more. These free services are available across the state through our network of 34 offices. Call 1-804-786-0286 to schedule an in-person or virtual appointment today. Greg Laurie and Harvest Ministries recommend a great new book from renowned children's author Sally Lloyd-Jones called Known. Sally has an extraordinary gift of writing for children. She writes in a way that is understandable for the kids and touching their little hearts. We're offering this new book by Sally Lloyd-Jones called Known, which is a paraphrase of part of Psalm 139. To you, our listeners, for your gift of any size this month. Available now at harvest.org. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Never take a pill unless it comes from your pharmacist. We lost my 18-year-old son who had a very bright future ahead of him, and it was stolen. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org to learn more.
Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. What a great show. What a great topic. I want to get to everybody. Uh, so let's see if I can get in one or two more. Let's go to Kent Island, Maryland, and talk to Josh, who's on the line. Hi, Josh. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hey, hey, Dr. Anderson. I am better than I deserve. Thank you. <laughs> Amen to that. What do you think about this topic? I think it's great. I, I was told a while ago that if you couldn't tithe, then your time, talent, and treasures would also, you know, go along with your tithing. Mm-hmm. So a, long, a few years ago, many years ago, actually, I couldn't – well, I, was, I had a wife and three kids and, you know, how that goes. And she didn't work. I was the only one bringing home money. So, you know, I had, you know, a couple hours a week that I would cut the grass at the church, you know, and take care of the grounds and stuff like that. Right. Well, that has, that, that's just exploded. I haven't, I don't have to cut the grass anymore. I I do the tithing, but Hmm. you know, that, that has started, you know, it started a lot more stuff. Wow. So the Lord opened doors for you. Yeah. Yes, yes, he did. And then, you know, there's also this thing that, you know, a lot of people don't know. They call about the uh, the magic mailbox. Mm-hmm. You know, if you uh, you have a need and you go to church and, you know, you express your need, and somehow that need gets answered. Huh. I, I, I've, I've had that experience also. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. I'm going to have to use that idea, the magic mailbox. That's cool. Magic right. mailbox, yeah. All right, uh, Josh, God bless you. Thanks for hanging with me today, okay? I appreciate you. Let's go to Odington, Maryland, and talk to Herman. You'll be my last caller. Hi, Herman. God bless you, sir. How you doing, sir? Great. What's your comment or question? You're my last caller today. Yes, sir. Hey, I, I, I might have came in at the tail end, um, but, you know, I, I think you might have been talking to a business owner, and you, I guess it was about, was it about, was it the net or the gross that you said? That I said give off the, I said give off the gross. Yeah, Uncle Sam's going to get his, but give off the gross. That's got to be first and foremost. Then let Uncle Sam have his and pay all your other bills. But if you give to God first and you give off your gross, he's going to bless you. That's why he says bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Not the net tithe, but the whole tithe. Okay. Is that good? That's all I did. Yes, sir. I had to clarify it, Herman. I had to clarify it. (laughs) That's all I did. Yes, sir. God bless you, okay? Thank you for your call. Yes, Thank you. So, and I think that's important. He says the whole tithe, all right, not a part of it. And remember Proverbs I opened with, Proverbs 3.10, give of the of the first fruits of your crops and, and all. It used the word all, you know, and so I think that that's important. Let me, uh, let me get to that real quickly before I close in prayer because I want to quote it right. Verse 10, honor the Lord with your wealth, that's verse 9, with the first fruits of all your crops, okay, not not well there's a percentage that goes to the to the government so therefore i'm not going to count that no before you give the crops to the government honor the lord with your wealth with the first fruits of all your crops all right that's what the lord's looking for all of it bring the whole tithe into the into the storehouse and again if you're in the new testament you're like well i don't know about the whole tithe thing well listen uh, give what you can give with a cheerful heart. Start there. And for people who can't get up to 10%, this is what I tell them. Say, God, I'm just going to give you something, $10. But any increase I get on that seed that I sowed, I'm going to give you 10% of that. That's a good way to start. 
So give him something, but get, pray and promise him that whatever increase you see because of that seed you did give something uh, from, you will give 10% of that increase. That's a good way to get started. Heavenly Father, as we close, we just want to say thank you, Lord. Uh, for even giving us earnings, for giving us life, Lord, for giving us your grace. And we pray, Lord, that uh, this would inspire more givers and more worshipers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you, friends. Help your children. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.